Yeah, what's going on guys? It's been a minute. What's up? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to another episode of ASM with K. It's your boy K. K. Sean is in the building. What's going on? How's everybody feeling? How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody bought in the new decade. Great. Hopefully everybody had a happy new year. Everybody had a safe new year. No funny stories came about because niggas got too drunk. Hopefully everybody was able to be safe. Everybody had a good time. I know I did. I had a a couple glasses of wine, a couple blunts, kept the cute, you feel me, nothing crazy, you know, you know my vibe, you know my vibe, I like, I like just be chilling, you know how I am, be lurking in the cut, just having a good time, so that was that, um, it's been a minute since we talked, last time we talked, I had my daughter with me still, she went back to her mom's in Jers, so she's back to having her fun normal with mommy life, it was cool to kick it with her for a couple of weeks and just spend all that time, but sis was ready because like the last three days she was here, she was like, mommy's house, <laughs> daddy going back with me to my house, <laughs> I'm like, alright mamas, you ready to go, I felt that, I felt that, but it was just cool man, niggas had a great holiday, holiday season is over, thank God, I appreciate it. Now we're just back to regular New York City grind, wintertime vibes, man. So that's good. Um, shit. Also, too, before I even go any further, happy birthday, happy belated to my homegirl Leah. Shout out to her. Um, just recently this past week, and I went out um with her. We went to Larive. She was lit. Everybody out there was lit. It was just cool to see the love that people have for her, her college friends, friends who I'm, I'm assuming from work. You know, it's people I didn't know there, people that I knew there. Um, it was also dope to see um Sam, Samantha. I haven't seen her in years. Like, had to be at least eight years, Mo. Like, I haven't seen Sam in years, Mo. So, like, you know, new decade, old faces. That was beautiful. It was nice to see them. You know, it was also just great to see us growing, man. Um, had a very interesting conversation with her. And I guess this is going to start the, you know, first topic of the pod. But, like, it was just about, like, love and shit. And just kind of, like, I don't even want to even say love. But it was just kind of, like, where we at and, like, the growth and, like, not catching up. Where we, like, you know, catching up since we haven't seen each other in, like, years. But um, just talking about, you know, how people need to be treating each other right, man. <laughs> and that's not even, like, a gender thing. It's not a man thing. It's not a woman thing. It's a everybody. People just don't be treating people right and, like... I can just tell because, like, the way she talked about her love and her relationship, it was just, you know, it was dope because it was, like, she knew. Like, I remember there was one time we just talking about it, and a lot of times when I talked about marriage in my past, I'm like, well, if I get married one day, because in my head, I, I, well, personally, I don't believe in marriage, so that's why. So, um, but also, there's, like, probably a lot of reasons why I don't believe in marriage that I don't think I'm ready to talk about just yet, or at least not in this episode so far. So, um... But because of it, though, I'm listening to how she speak. And she was just like, oh, yeah, I know, because when I get married, she's engaged. But still, it was not even that one day if, like, you know, he did this first step. Is he going to take the next step? It was like, no, she's confident. Oh, yeah. When we get married, ah, da, ah, ah, da, ah. She's just talking about, you know, even doing stuff that she may or may not want to do sometimes because it's not her type of thing. But it's her man's type of thing or her fiance type of thing. Let me put some respect on his name. Um, So... It'll be because of her fiance, and then it's like, oh shit, it was dope. And I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> it'll be dope to kind of, you know, it, it is dope when shorties do that. Not a lot of when y'all women would do shit that your man don't like, or like the pressure of, you know, putting everything on him. But also in the same breath, she was saying because 
it ain't that type of pressure, or she ain't trying to put that pressure on him. She also expect him to, you know, uphold his end of the bargain and making sure she's gonna make sure she's okay. You know what I'm saying? And not just like making sure she's okay by buying her a new bag, but like actually having a conversation and talking and making sure the communication is wide open. And I was just, you know, sitting here and telling her like shit. You know, like especially with, with like women nowadays, women don't be believing in that shit, man. They believe that they right, niggas is wrong. And I ain't even really trying to get into like no women bashing shit because I really don't even want to talk about this it was just first thing on my mind because like that combo with sam was just really dope to catch up on so i just wanted to share like some light on that it was just cool to like talk about love and like you know just talk about and also like what you want to know too because it's not even about love but it's like what do you expect when you um have a relationship you understand what do you expect to um you know like how do you expect to perform in that role like how are you going to be giving to your girl? And when, I don't even want to say giving because it, and it could be to your partner. don't got to be a girl. But, you know, like, are you making sure you're doing the stuff that your partner needs to make sure that they're happy or at least the best that you can and make sure they're straight? But also, you know, flip that too. You got to make sure, and this is where I failed in that, you got to make sure your partner is doing everything that you feel like they can and they power to make sure that you're happy as well. You feel me? Because at the end, <clears throat> my bad, y'all, because at the end of the day, the energy is um like you know you got to reciprocate the same energy you all they always say keep the same energy well if i'm showing you love and i'm doing x y and z and i'm always making sure i'm damn man trying to move a mountain and they're just calling me john henry the way i'm going about yours but every time when it comes to mine it's like uh you take that first step oh, i'm tired take that first step oh nah that's long too far like this road too far like you feel me like you can't have people like that also too you can't just have people that always want to bash you either but trust 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 it wasn't that bad. I don't even really mean, like I said, to get that deep into it. But I just really enjoy that convo, and I want y'all to understand. So, like, Sam, we need to finish that convo. Um, my Brody was also there. Can't leave him out because that's just the bro. So, shout out to him. And just Aaliyah was lit, Mo. Back to her party, Mo. Let me ask y'all a question real quick. And this is her, like, and I know one of y'all can understand. Somebody listening can understand, right? You ever go out with a friend that you know get lit way too early, Mo? Like, mind you, niggas could go out. Let's just say we're going to link at 10 to hit the club. It's 930. We need even link yet. Sis is already about to pass out type of thing, right? Now, I'm not saying this was all this past weekend. But I'm just saying generally I know somebody like that. And Aaliyah have a reputation of being too lit before we even make the move. So, mind you, I was shocked when I seen her. And this is also her birthday, so I'm expecting her to be dumb lit. I get there. She she lit, but she ain't like lit lit. So I'm like, cool, my sister in there, she hanging. But mind you now, when I get there, I see her mimosa up. She being a hookah queen. Never seen her take that much hookah. She a hookah queen at this point. And she just wilding. And I'm like, okay, my sis having a great time. We all left the club. I'm like, all right, cool. She ain't get lit too much. Out of eye, everybody good. I get home that night. It's like 9.30, 9.45. I'm calling her like, let me make sure she either made it home. Or, you know, she's, if she's moving about, she's moving safe or whatever. So I call her. Ring, ring. And I'm like, all right, here, what's going on, sis? Like, yo, you made it home safe? She's like, um, no, I just asked her, I said, yo, you all good? Everything's good? Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's good. Okay. Yo, you made it home safe or like you somewhere safe? What's going on? Nah, I'm in Connecticut right now. What? Huh? You, you what? Sis, we just left the same club. Two hours ago, three hours ago, how did you end up in what? You you didn't. Alright, be safe. <laughs> you feel me? That's how my thought process was. Cause I'm like, sis, I just left you. 
Literally, all I did so far was drop my homegirl off that I just talked about, Sam. And me and my brody just made it to my crib to roll up. And in the process of me rolling up, I was like, nah, let me call her, make sure she all good. And somehow, some way, she told me she in Connecticut. Yeah, sis was having a great, 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 great time. And just to update y'all on that full story, because I know y'all might say, well, damn, did she make it back safe from Connecticut? Yes, yeah, she did. I called her the next morning. I asked her how everything was doing. She said she was fine. Everything was safe. Somehow, she was doing an internship when I called her. She was at her internship spot. So, it was cool. And I was trying to get some juicy details, but she was trying to, like, laugh and not tell me. I'm like, all right. Because I knew she busted open last night. And I don't really know. But it's her birthday. I knew she did some wild shit. And she ain't trying to tell me. So, this is just me letting you know, Aaliyah. If my baby girl, Soraya, have a brother or sister, shout out. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. Is she going to kill me for that comment? <laughs> but it's true. So please, one, don't let my don't let my homegirl, Soraya, have a fucking um, brother or sister on the way. But also, too, I'm just glad to know that she had a lot of fun and it was safe for you. So also happy, you know, like I said, happy belated to you. New Year's was dope. My daughter was dope. That's just kind of catching up on me. And I've just been working. Main reason I have... And let me actually tell y'all the truth, because this is about to be the second week into January, and I just want y'all to know, I really had a pop for y'all last week. I ain't bullshit, <laughs> y'all. I try to be cute, though. I was going to finesse, yo. You know, new year, new me. I'm coming different. I got an interview lined up. We about to do this shit. I'm going to have a cold. Not a cold. But they're cold for one episode. I was going to get the homie from the Bronx Tales to come and just pie with me, kick it, talk about him. You know, I had my pie structure like that. And then he couldn't make it one day. I couldn't make it the next day. And then the the work week happened. And then now, look, I'm looking up. Oh, shit, it's Monday. You feel me? So it, it went from Tuesday planning shit to record to now it was all the way here to this current Monday. Like, damn, it's been a little second. But we here now. Fuck it. And hopefully my bro can still come. I still got plans for him to drop on to come by Tuesday. If he come by this week, oh, y'all getting a double episode. You feel me? So I really hope my boy Chris can come through. Chris, this is me letting you know. Nigga, I want you to come through. I know you listen to the pod. Pull up on the kid come on you know the vibe <laughs> but yeah so now we actually about to start the first 2020 asm you know the vibes so let's just dive right into it and when i'm about to dive into i'm not even gonna talk about my typical because during this time span i actually watched the new anime that i that i was playing i need to actually put some respect on its name i need to come in here and apologize so here Keishon nesbitt i do apologize to the anime that is known as vinland saga that shit is lit. I was talking hella shit about it after episode one. Niggas was like, yo, this anime lit. Ah, ah, ah. I'm like, all right, let me check out episode one. All this happened episode one. I'm like, nah, this shit was dumb boring. I don't want to hear niggas talking this and that. Nah, get up out of here. So then I take like a full month on hiatus. I remember I tried watching this like, you know, in the summertime. So it's probably six months ago. And then shout out to Omar consistently. And I always see him post, Vinland Saga lit, Vinland Saga that, Vinland, uh, I'm like, yo, nah, I know you can't be talking about the anime that I watched for the first episode and I thought it was trash. Mind you, it's very hard to kill a whole anime after just watching the first episode, but hey, that's your boy Sour, I might kill something. So, after I'm like, you know what, let me go ahead, and this is when my daughter was here, and I don't know how I stumbled upon it. But I knew I couldn't go out one night. It was still too early. She was sleeping. I'm like, look, I don't feel like going to sleep with her. It was like 9.30. I was like, all right, let me just stay up watch something. But everything I watch is I caught up on. So I was like, what's a new shit? I was like, let me just try Vinland Saga. And, bro, shout out to that anime. One, um, 
I believe it is historically accurate too. So you're learning some shit. Um, two, it's just the characters in it. Shout out to my nigga Thor's. Shout out my nigga Thorfinn. Shout out to um Ascoli. Like it's just a lot of them. Um, oh man, there's so much to think about actually. Shout out to my man Thorfinn Uncle. I can't remember his uncle name real quick. But it just shout out to that whole squad and what is it, like and what the anime is kind of about is um. The Danes, and I, I forgot what country the Dan. Oh, Denmark, yeah. So Denmark is invading England, and um, is trying to take over England, and it's just showing you how, like, you know, Denmark was using the Vikings, and just how, like, that, just that history going through, and how everything's going about, and also, you know, just other anime shit. So it's like one dude trying to protect his country, and the king, you understand? So I'm not gonna get too deep into it, just in case somebody else. But that's just kind of like the premise is like a historical anime, nothing like fantasy. Is actually it's supposed to be like kind of fact, and then you know you have your, yeah, you know the embellishments for the anime and shit. But just that that anime itself was lit. Uh, what else been happening? To be honest, with One Piece and the manga, One Piece kind of been on like a little break. I think it's still the last chapters when um we see wow I'm forgetting my name. Oh yeah, my not my man's Roger. Yeah, um we see Roger make it to the um last island. So I think we see that. There has been developments in Seven Deadly Sins. I can tell y'all about that. Um, it's been lit in Seven Deadly Sins. So after they defeated, y'all know, y'all, they defeated the Demon King. Everybody should know that. And if y'all didn't, spoiler alert. But look, man, this shit should be known. Like, I know some of y'all watch on Netflix and watch on, on, like, you know, online and shit. But I feel like this. If you don't watch on Netflix and you watch Seven Deadly Sins online on Kiss Anime or something, then you might as well just go to the um, manga joint and just read the manga to be current up. But if you ain't, I'm sorry, come just talk about the manga real quick. So with the manga, um, Merlin um, reaches her goal. So supposedly it was supposed to be um, like, you know, chaos. So I think the first thing was chaos is from what they say from Seven Deadly Sins. And it was like chaos and then chaos birthed like the demon, can't, the demon clan and the godless clan. And it was supposed to be they fight each other, fight each other, right? And then it was supposed to be the fairies and the elves, you understand? No, no, it was supposed to be the fairies and the um, giants, you feel me? So they were supposed to be the opposite of each other, but the giants were too big, too destructive, out of eye, you understand? So what um, Chaos did was create a humans because they were supposed to be smaller versions of giants, but, you know, not as bad. Or, you know, just not as big and destructive. Still destructive, just not as big. Um... And it's actually funny because if you want to say humans might do more destructive shit than a giant. But nonetheless, um, so that's kind of how like the five species kind of got created. And the demon and goddess, like clan leaders had to lock away chaos. So chaos just didn't keep on going. So because of that, and nobody knew that, Merlin was the only person. And when we found out, like when she was younger, uh, she was getting, you know, trained her in a group of young kids that was like, I guess, that possessed the ability to, like, control magic. They was getting trained, and she was just, like, you know, number one out of all of them. And she was just raised bad, always raised rough, and she just had, like, a hole in her heart. And to fill it, the first person she loved was Meliodas. Meliodas saved her. Um, But the issue was she knew Meliodas could never um, love her for the simple fact that he loved Elizabeth, which she then called Sissus. And um, now everybody is just wondering, like, yo, Merlin, so were you trying to, like, kill all of us? I'm actually trying to kill... Um, Elizabeth, because she's the one that reactivated the curse, but no, she did all of that to really get the one thing, and if you know anything anything about Seven Deadly Sins, and you know about Merlin, her appetite for 
for um, her appetite with curiosity or like her appetite to learn is fucking crazy. Sis damn man knows a lot and if she don't know, she thrives on that because like, oh wait, I don't know this. Now I gotta actually learn. It's like I gotta figure something out. So it's crazy. So through all that, when they was fighting the Demon King, they do their final attack. It's the water, everything going about, and boom. What the hell happened? Arthur's dead. What did she do? She bring Arthur back from the dead. Oh, shit. Now he the king of chaos. So now the king of chaos is um, revived. And it's just like some crazy shit going on. We learned about Merlin backstory. And it's just a lot. I'm like, yo, with Seven Deadly Sins, every single time. And this is like, you know, a good anime. But any single time you think, yo, we just finished the big bad. We just finished this. Just finished that. They know how to bring you right back in. I'm telling you, I thought we killed. When they first killed the demon king, I thought it was lit. Next thing you know, Elizabeth, almost dead. Oh, shit, what the fuck going on? You feel me? Like, niggas finally defeat the demon. Can't eye is lit. We about to go calm. It's about to be a peaceful couple chapters. Oh, shit, King of Chaos back. Like, seven deadly shit. Seven deadly shit. Hilarious. Seven deadly sins is known for that holy shit moment. I'm telling you. That's why we fuck with seven deadly sins. Because throughout all in all, the storytelling sometimes is eh. But those fights is dope as hell. And I guess the general story, some storylines I'm connected with. So I I'm team King Lanny. If you want um King and um Deanne. I said King Lanny, it'd be um Kian. Cause I fuck with Deanne and King. I mean I fuck with Bane, but I ain't like how they made Bane give it all up. Like Bane should have stood with the founder youth and have the blood of eternal youth forever. But he didn't cause he went back to save his girl. So that was cute I guess. Meliodas is Meliodas, but Elizabeth be blowing my suit. Even though I like Elizabeth a little bit more now. The Seven Deadly Sins just going up. I kind of ran my steam on Seven Deadly Sins. That was caught up on that. Shout out to Seven Deadly Sins. That's another anime that you guys need to keep on watching. I see my bro, my bro Chris. Shout out Chris. Content Chris. Or Content Chief, my bad. Um, He's been watching um My Hero Academia. A lot of people have been catching up on season four. And it is dope. Do I want to talk about the anime? No. No. Well, no, nah, I really don't because part part of... No, not anime, the manga. Part of the reason I don't want to really talk about the manga for My Hero is two things. One, because when I first... I'm, I'm still a little... I need to reread a couple chapters because I know what's going on. But for me to fully understand and talk about it, I need to just reread it. And two, because there are so two totally different spots between the anime and the manga. It's going to be hard for me. So, like... If everybody right now is talking about the anime, I'm gonna talk about the anime. I'm just, I want you guys. Oh, I want you guys to know. And if y'all want me to talk about the manga, I'll talk about the manga because that's what I read. I read and watch both. But I know some people don't, and I don't want to give people spoiler alerts, especially because the spoiler alert that I was about to drop is way too big for you. Be like, wait, how how are they even doing that? And we're still here. So I'm gonna just kind of talk about it. Um, I just watched the latest episodes. Um, Le Million, he had a fight overhaul. He got his ass whooped. Um, I won't even say ass whoop. No, that's that's incorrect. Let me not say that. He ain't get his ass whoop. He had to fight three different niggas. So it was three against one. And he was protecting a young child, Aerie. He was doing his thing. He was doing his thing. He survived. He just sacrificed himself so Aerie didn't get caught up. And then all the other heroes came. And then now um, Night Eye. Also, spoiler alert. Because I don't... Man, look. I, I'm not that nigga to say spoiler alert. 
this episode's a couple days after. I'm recording this a couple days after the new My Hero. It's Monday. If you, if you ain't watched My Hero this weekend, that's your fault. If you a My Hero fan, you make time this weekend. So, Night Eye dies, my nigga. That's it. Night Eye, he's dead. He's out of here. And my son, he thought he was lit. He thought, oh, well, I only seen Midoriya. There's no way you can survive. You know what it was, nigga? You know what you saw? You saw your death. You couldn't see no more because you died at that moment. So, last thing you saw was just blood splatter, which we all saw. But you know what? Young Deku's young Deku. So, now he upset night i die the millions hurt yeah my man deck we about to give it up overhaul because he was losing to um le million he um went ahead and absorbed one of his cronies um abilities so now he could regenerate himself and be health um healthy and i think he almost also have a, a similar quirk to our boy um togara to where like when he touched stuff shit is just destroyed so um but his is not dk it's something different but it's almost like the same quality so it's just really crazy as hell, bro. Um, my hero going up like that. So right now he's about to go ahead and fight the death to the upgraded overhaul. Uh, people just came crashing from the ceiling, and I remember that because I, as soon as I seen that in the anime, that took me back to my specific moment when I first read that shit. Cause I was like, "Yo, this fight going nuts!" Now I'm getting ready for these niggas to go off. They got their screw up. Next thing you know, boom, niggas coming down crazy. So that was kind of dope and. I really just want to talk about other shit, but I can't because I got to wait. This fight is cool. The whole entering the base shit. Like, all this is cool right now. They fighting overhaul. The Yakuza. That's cool. That's fun, right? But I just want you to know the shit coming up directly. Put it like this, right? Because in the anime, it's been a little while since we've seen the League of Villains. We just seen them twice. And we just seen my homegirl. I'm forgetting her name. Um, I think her name is Toga. Yeah, I think it was so it was, um twice in Togo. I think we just seen um them two kind of going there. They were supposed to help the Yakuza. They ended up um, you know, betraying them per usual, which was late because I wasn't fucking with the Yakuza the whole time. I wanted the League of Villains to Ben smash these niggas. So they did it smart. They ain't, you know, they ain't just um cut off the deal in the beginning. They was like, nah, we're gonna trick them, we're gonna play them. And I like that because that means they moving smart. So that happened. Um, but coming up now. After this, once we get back to seeing the League of Villains and, like, they're the main focus in the anime, woo-wee, y'all do not know what's coming. Because y'all think this shit right now was lit. I just want y'all to understand. So far, one of my favorite moments in reading My Hero um, Academia has been that specific. I've been waiting for this specific fight. Like, it's been so long since I've been waiting for a specific fight. It is crazy. Like, I need to start watching the One Piece. I gave up watching One Piece anime because that shit is just too much. I just strictly read the anime for, um, oh, the read the manga for One Piece. But, like, the fight I want to see, I want to see that quick um, Kato versus um, Luffy fight because that shit was quick. But I wanted to see Kato animated. You see what I'm saying? So, I have those feelings. So, I know how that League of Justice, oh, yeah, the um, League of Villains versus the Liberation Army, that fight right there. And because of that fight, we get closer to um what's going on in the current day. So right now we still kinda in the past. But once we get like once we go past this and then we get to that, oh we in the current. And the current is going up. I'm telling you, the current is going up. So my hero is just doing his thing. Seven Deadly Sins doing his thing. I really kinda told y'all about One Piece. I have stopped checking for Demon Slayer, not because I got bored, really because it just lost my interest. I realized with um Demon Slayer. There's there's a couple animes that I just can't read the um manga on because I'm just I just like the anime like I started it and it's hard for me to make the the, the transition. So 
I really just fuck with Demon Slayer. And as a manga, it's hard, but it's not as hard as Demon Slayer the anime. So it don't just slap, you understand? Like, that's the story that it don't slap that good. The storyline don't carry it that much. You know, you need everything else. You need the animation, you need all of that for it to be fire. Demon Slayer falls in that line for me. Um, Promise Neverland falls in that line for me. Attack on Titan falls in that line for me. Like, <laughs> there's a couple animes I try, because I'm just try reading it, because y'all know how I am. I want to be up, up to date. I don't want to be a couple months behind and somebody can spoil it, you know. I need to know, like, I need to know. So, because I be needing to know, I'm like, all right, let me read it. But then I read the manga, I'm like, ooh, this shit is just not as interesting. And for me to keep loving this anime, I need to make sure I do not bore myself because of it. So, I was like, you know what? Let me just love the anime. I hate the manga. Oh, hate's a strong word. I do not like... I, I prefer the anime over the manga. That's how I'm going to say it for some of those shows. So, that was that. But really, and also too, because y'all, y'all know how I give it up when I say anime. This is just also means stuff that I watch. And since it's been a little while, I will be remiss to say shout out to Mandalorian. Shout out to the Mandalorian. Fucking gave me two months straight of heat. I do appreciate it. Those last two episodes was crazy. Everybody know we love Baby Baby Yoda. Shout out to Mando. Like, just everything about the Mandalorian was dope. Star Wars delivered and gave us a great piece of content. On um, John Favreau, like, what else can we say? Amazing director, amazing producer. Like, congratulations. This work is great. I can't wait for season two, actually. And obviously, I know season two probably ain't going to come until, like, you know, late this year, early 2021. So, I guess that's sucky. And as much as I'm giving praise and love to Star Wars for Mandalorian, y'all niggas should be ashamed of yourselves for dropping episode nine. I cannot fucking believe what y'all did at episode nine, my nigga. Y'all made that. Ray was, okay, spoiler alert, too. Y'all, y'all should know the vibe when I'm talking this A section block, the A block. Y'all know the vibe. We spoiling everything. Y'all should be ashamed that y'all fucking had Ray be a Palpatine, my nigga. They could have made a whole... And if y'all was going to have Ray be a Palpatine, you throw hints like that in earlier so where we could go ahead and it'd be dope. Now, 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 to, 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 to people's credit, my bro Tay, he did show me some videos afterwards about people thinking Ray was a Palpatine years ago. And I'm going to give those people credit. Because when you look back, yes, her fighting style is very much like um, Palpatine in the prequels. And then that's my other issue that I'm not going to get to right now because we still just going to stay on nine. But trust me, I have a lot of issues with Star Wars, Mo. And ooh, I'm going to let it, let it be known. So Ray's a fucking Palpatine, right? Chewie, we think blow up, but he don't blow up. What else happened? Y'all niggas was just killing people and bringing them back. So why did y'all kill them in the first place, my nigga? Now, everybody got the ability to force hell, just grabbing shit from Mando. And even when we seen it in the Mandalorian, we were shocked that niggas can force hell. So, um, force hell. So what else was happening? Finn went from being relevant to air fucking relevant. Like, what else, man? That movie was just bad, bro. I cannot believe it. Empire. When are you ever going to realize if you want to rule a guy? Oh, wait, this nigga had all the time in the world to create a fleet, a thousand, a, a, a fleet of a thousand ships. And each ship is equipped with his own fucking um, planet destroyer beam or planet destroyer cannon, whatever it is, star destroyer cannon, however, it, what's the name for that equipment? But basically, each weapon can fucking blow up. Each ship can have the potential or have the ability to um, blow up a fucking planet, right? So if you do that, then you're going to tell me that because we, we was able to put that type of time in. But here's the catch. It all runs off of one signal or one transmission. 
So you blow up that transmission and oh yeah, the whole fucking ship because the navigation systems just through this one fucking tower. Like how stupid is that? Like y'all put a fucking a, a planet destroyer on every ship, but yet every ship can't have a navigation system. What type of shit is that? That is crazy. Like why? Why? And then y'all have the nerve to bring back Orlando Calrissian. And it was cool to see um Billy D. It was cool. Shout out. And it was quick. But come on, my nigga. That was my issue. If y'all was going to have hints of Ray being a power team with a fighting style in 7. And also, too, I'm jumping over the place with Star Wars because it had me emotional. I do have to walk back what I said because I had a hot take online. And I'm going to just say it and hit um, on my pod to let y'all know I was wrong. I said 9 might have been the best movie out of the trilogy. And when I'm coming to realize was, no, it was not. Nine is just so much better than that trash that they gave us of an episode eight that I forgot that episode seven was a heat. Episode eight was so bad that episode seven was good. And I was like, okay, I can see. Let me see what they work on. It wasn't the best, but it's a good opener. And then we got that middle shitty stinker of what we call the episode eight. And then we get episode nine, which wasn't bad, but I had to gas it up because that's how bad eight was. So when I kind of get out of the um, the emotion, I had to level it out. It was seven first, nine two, eight is just fucking so low. It shouldn't even be compared to seven and nine. That's how bad I thought eight was. But my issue was then too with this whole new trilogy. If y'all gonna go ahead, y'all chose the wrong trilogy to start bringing shit out of. Y'all brought back all the characters from. Four, five, six, and that makes sense because technically four, five, six will be directly after, is is directly before episode seven. I get it, right? But my main issue really is, my nigga, there was certain shit. So if there's a thousand um ships here, right? How did he build all these ships? We don't know. But you know what have been dope, my nigga? If we was already gonna go down the road with Palp, y'all could have went down the road with a fucking with the clone troopers, cause. Very few people know about the program. Or if people do know about the program, then they do know that, yo, that shit happened mad long ago. Because now they're just stormtroopers. So it could have been where, yo, the Palpatine to try to re... He's going back to the old well. Think about it. Niggas had a Death Star in the first trilogy, and niggas made a whole another one by six, you understand? So you telling me if niggas would have tried to bring back the clone program? Come on, because that was very effective. Um, What else was? What else could have been done that I thought was dope, too? Um... It was just mad shit. We just had mad shit that we talked about. And this is why I'm going to have to get um, I'm gonna have to get Jay and Tay. Because we actually have to do a whole block on how bad Star Wars was. And how we can actually um make it better. Because that was me. And I threw a status up on Facebook. I was like, yo, if any writers just want to create a project real quick, let me know. Because I definitely need to create a new Star Wars project. If it's a movie. If it's a TV show. I don't know what it would be. I just know that episode or these last trilogy, 7, 8, and 9, did not do what I wanted it to do. And I don't know what Star Wars fan they, they was trying to get brought out to the movies and shit. But that shit was terrible. Like, terrible. I cannot believe I seen episode 9. And I'm even more upset because the night I seen episode 9, I was supposed to go to the club and just jump on some booty, but I couldn't because doors were supposed to be open at 11. It was supposed to be men free till 11.30. These niggas didn't open the doors till 11.30. Y'all bugging. Y'all thought y'all was about to get my bread. Fuck out of here. Y'all can finesse somebody else. So that is a de- that is definitely a dub. So, Star Wars in one front, y'all did y'all thing with Mandalorian. And the other front, that shit was just terrible. 
Disney Plus, just to give y'all updates, if y'all, you know, if y'all been watching my shit, y'all know I was kind of hype on Disney Plus. Once the Mandalorian kind of going off, I haven't really been watching Disney Plus like that. Actually, to be honest, I haven't opened the app itself, unless it was like been for my daughter, because she, you know, kid, she loving all that shit, movies, all that shit, but me still... Uh, I'm even paying for Hulu and I don't use Hulu. I'm real. I'm just wasting money because I don't be using these streaming services. I like have you know what it is? I like the convenience of having them just so when I want to use them, I can't. But I don't be using these streaming services like that. And if I do, there's ways I can go online. Like I can use Kiss Anime. I don't need Hulu to watch anime. But that's neither here nor there. One day I'm gonna realize I'm gonna cancel these subscriptions. But just to give y'all a quick review, like I said, Vinland Saga, dope. If anybody haven't checked it out, y'all need to. One Piece right now is still One Piece and um, we in flashback mode before we actually kick up the final scene. Because we are in Act 3 of Wayno. So we about to get up out of Wayno and I'm happy because we about to have some battles and it's about to conclude. So right now we got to go through the flashbacks, which I'm cool with. Seven Deadly Sins is probably the anime that I have, like, that's continued, that's continuous right now, that's going good. And it's just like the story's going we in the middle of it. Like I said, my hero kind of doing the same thing. I guess my hero... Especially because we're in a countdown, just almost like One Piece, but a little different. So um, with My Hero, we it's supposed to be like three months. I see the three or four months until shit really get real. Because um, Shigaraki, he's right now in this like container in like some lab, but he's supposed to after the time is up, he's supposed to come out like a new like a new band, new experiment. It's supposed to be dumb show. So Hawk, you know, basically say yo niggas got like three, four months until shit get real. So up until that point, I think we gonna be hit with filler and my hero. Uh I told like I said, I just told y'all about Bob Van Land when we just ran through Star Wars. So that's kind of been like my entertainment recently for the A side. If y'all do have any anime recommendations, hit me up. Also, too, um, let me know what y'all anime think is going to be the anime of 2020. I would say last year, the anime of 2020 was Demon Slayer, the way it came on, the way everybody was talking about it. So, um, 2019 was Demon Slayer. Who, who do y'all think is going to be, like, the year of the anime? Like, what anime is going to make this their year? And also, too, I want y'all to um, let me know if y'all think Boruto is ever going to be good. I had hopes of it, but then I stopped. I just stopped. I stopped around episode 50. I couldn't. I couldn't. Boruto just got boring. It wasn't keeping me. Um... Hopefully, they can bring me back. If not, damn, son, one day when I'm really bored, I'll probably just run through all those episodes. But at this moment, I definitely just do not feel Boruto. So, I'm going to just get out the A side. I'm done with Boruto because that's how much I hate Boruto so much. I was like, oh, I can't even talk anime after this. So, I'm getting out of anime. And we're going to already know the second B side, B block. And before we go into the B block, I can't even continue without saying R.I.P. David Stern. David Stern used to be was the former commissioner for the um, National Basketball Association, and he was just a great dude. He passed away. He had a brain hemorrhage a couple weeks earlier in um, December, so it was like mid-December. He had a brain hemorrhage, and then first day of the new year, we lost the great man. So just R.I.P. David Stern. He did a lot for the game. He changed the game. He um, implemented the dress code back in the early 2000s. When the league um was having like you know image problem rough image you know they was just still thinking it's the black league majority black league people wasn't fucking with us and the culture itself wasn't fucking with David Stern because of the dress code come to find out you know he was kind of I feel like ahead of his time with that 
look good, feel good, be professional, and think about the style that we in now. Because obviously the NBA players are only going to just follow the style that was current. So now everybody like looking good and looking clean and a nice suit and being fitted down and being tapered down. And I just went to my man and said, ah, da, ah, you feel me? So because we all like that and we got and like being tailored, then of course now, and now we see, think about the people that be looking good. LeBron, D-Wade, Russ. You know, think about it. Now it's like a fucking runway but before every game, that's how much we be looking forward to these niggas' fits. And we got to thank David Stern because it wouldn't have been like that. Niggas was just wearing big-ass 2XL sweatsuits, a big-ass white tee, a do-rag. You feel me? Shit wasn't looking good. So he implemented a dress code. My man, you know, he created All-Star. The All-Star game was just on Sunday. And then he created the All-Star weekend. You feel me? Like, he fucking created the dunk contest in 84. Three-point contest, 86. Nigga started the rookie-sophomore game in 94 and then added the still, the skill competition in 03. So for me, and I came up loving old Friday night, I get the celebrity, you know, and I know that's not really NBA, but, well, not the NBA don't partake, but you get the celebrity game, you get the rookie versus sophomore game Friday night. Saturday night, you get the whole, um, it's the festivities, the, it's just the week and a Saturday night. You know you're getting the three-point, the dunk, the um scales, you understand? You're getting all that. And then Sunday was for the game. I didn't. I thought it was like that the whole time. I didn't know that these shits was implemented. You understand? I thought they always had it. Or at least I thought, oh, the reason I only see the dunk contest in the 80s was because, you know, they really wasn't recording in the 70s and 60s. You feel me? But nah. So that was that. David Stern, fucking, what else he did? Oh, man. He just improved the business of the league. It went from just being local, probably New York City, L.A., West Coast, you know, statewide to like, because you got to think basketball is a very American game. And it, he made it European. Like, you know what I'm saying? He grew it to be an international, a global game. Um, fucking, you could just think think about the, even the players now. Some of the best players in the world is um international players. Luca, Greek freak. You see what I'm saying? Um, Who else? There's probably there's Pascal Siakam. Trish um, and Thompson, he came from Canada, like, you know what I'm saying? And I know Canada's right above, so, like, we cannot take credit, but still, international. Um, Dirk, all-time great, you understand? Um, Hakeem, all-time great. Vlali, all-time great. Like, we have these all-time greats that's international, and, like, we got to thank David Stern for that. Also, we got to thank David Stern because at the time in 1984, the um the Clippers, they sold for, um no, not what was um, the Clippers, in 1984, the Bulls was bought for $16 million, right? Now, just thank you in this company, and it's the same product, same team. or not same team, but you understand? And, and, and in the 80s. So, this is 84, selling for 16. So, let's just flashback 94, 2000. You know, 30 years later, this is the you can still see the impact of what this man did. So, in 30 years, one of those basketball teams sold for $16 million, 30 years later, 2014, the Los Angeles Clippers was bought by Steve Ballmer. He bought it for $2 billion. $2 billion. That is growth. That is what you just call a made. Like, come on now. It wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't for two, you understand? Not 200 mil. No. Two bill. That's the growth. And now the Knicks, because as much as I hate James Dolan, even with the Knicks, if I want the Knicks to be under new ownership, somebody's going to have to give James Dolan at least $5 billion. The Knicks is worth $4.2 billion. And he ain't going to go under what the worth is. He's going to probably tell you throw a couple more Bs in that bitch too. 
Come on now. These NBA players are able to sign contracts five years, 190. If they got your bird right to you stay five years, 220, 30 million dollars. Niggas is getting quarter of a billion dollar contracts now in the NBA, damn man. Niggas is damn man almost making baseball money in the NBA. And niggas can do it by being nice too. Niggas not even having to stay like in baseball. Niggas be getting these eight-year contracts and under that. Nah. Basketball niggas be signing for for four years, buck seventy. Nigga have an option for the third for the fourth year. So that means I leave after the third year and I can sign a whole new deal and still get that money that I left on the back end. Come on. That's David Stern power. David Stern was like the um when David Stern was like the evil empire too of commissioners. Every time he was up on the draft, niggas booed him, but we booed out of love. Never out of hate. Booed out of love, man. Just shout out to David Stern, man. He was a great man. He led, you know, he led, he was leading the um the char- the the change for diversity in the NBA. He was leading this certain shit. He made sure he kept the game good. This is why basketball is the number one sport now. And shout out to Adam Silver because he picked a great um successor too. A lot of the times people be so focused in the middle, my nigga, that they kind of forget, oh shit, who's gonna keep this going after I'm going? Now he picked the person that's doing he obviously he can't do as great as David Stern, but as great as he can, you understand, to follow that great of a person, he's doing the best he can. And and Adam Silver's doing a great job. So just R.I.P. David Stern. It sucks that we lost you. Um and just damn, oh, cause that really took me out. Like when I first heard it could happen on the New Year, so I was like, dude, damn. New first day of the new year, we lose a legend. A fucking in my eyes, he a legend. Cause he changed the game that I love the most. Without David Stern, I don't know what basketball will be. And I don't want to know what basketball will be without David Stern. So just RIP to him. RIP to anybody else that passed, you know, in the beginning of the new year or the new year starting off bad because there was an untimely passing that you heard of. I'm sorry about that. My prayers, my condolences go out. And that's really what I wanted to talk about. Actually, I don't even want to say talk about for sports. Because this is breaking. I just haven't had time to really acknowledge it. So we about to go through real time, too. Um, I had a work Saturday, Sunday, so I couldn't even really watch the divisional round of football. I just seen results and was just as shocked, if not more shocked than anybody. So for me, right, the fucking Tennessee Titans blew the doors off Baltimore, like blew the doors off, which was fucking crazy. So they beat Baltimore. Then you got fucking who else? What happened? So Tennessee loser, Tennessee beats Baltimore, right? What also happened that Saturday night? Oh, New Orleans get rid of Minnesota. They say, yo, get the fuck up out of here. So, no, 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 I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. You see, I'm confusing weekends. I'm my bad, y'all. Tennessee, um, New Orleans, Minnesota happened last weekend. This past weekend, um, New Orleans, not New Orleans, San Francisco got Minnesota up out of here. They was the one I said, yeah, go back to that cold-ass winter time that y'all was on. Nah, so yeah, so that's what happened. Tennessee stomped Baltimore. San Francisco stomped Minnesota. And then Sunday, we get a historic comeback. Nigga, the Chiefs is down 24 nothing. They come back and score 41 in a row. 41 in a row. Fuck it. That boy, Patty Mahomes, 41 in a row. That final score ended up being 51-31, so the Chiefs won. And then fucking the end of the night game, the best weekend, the best game of all weekend was the last one, and the Packers survived against the fucking um, Seahawks. So now, conference championship is set up. 
We got the um, Packers going to um, Candlestick, and they're going to be in San Francisco. Or not Candlestick, it's called Levi Stadium now. So we got the Packers going to Levi Stadium, and they're going to play the 49ers. And now we have Tennessee going to Kansas City. And this is actually funny because the Patriots really just did us something better, right? So now imagine if the Patriots would have beat Miami, right? And this is all people just, you know, they out of the pale, so we forget. If the last week of the regular season, the Patriots beat Miami, the Patriots are the two seed. Kansas City is the third is the three seed. And now we would have had in the first, you know, first wild card weekend, probably one of the first games of the weekend, we would have had Tennessee at Kansas City. At Tennessee at Kansas City. That would have been a wild card weekend. But because the Patriots lost that final um home regular game and then they lost to the Titans in the first round. Now the game that if the Patriots would have just won, Tennessee at Kansas City would have been a wild card matchup. Now we get Tennessee at Kansas City for the chance, the winner, going to the Super Bowl. So that's how much just this game is crazy and how it just breaks and shit. So that's that's crazy in itself. And if you had to ask me who I'm putting my money on right now, um, I'm putting my money on Kansas City. Kansas City's going to blow the doors off of Tennessee. Like, they're going to blow the doors they got lucky when they first played. That was, um, I think, Patty Mahomes' first game back from his injury. It's going to be different. I just see him touch Houston. Tennessee saying no chance. If Tennessee, Tennessee have to score 30 points, and I don't think Tennessee can score 30 points. Now, I'm not saying that they can't because Ryan Tannehill has been playing out of his mind. You can't. You don't know that because the last two playoff victories he got, he throw for less than 100 yards. That That's just him playing within the team, and that's with him playing within just, you know, the concept of we're gonna run the ball and you just make your key 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 throws. But he gonna need make he's gonna need to make more than key throws to fucking beat Patrick Mahomes, which he ain't. So I like Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. And the other NFC game, the one that where that's really good, San Francisco's a better team. But if I had to put my money, which I'm going to, I'm taking Green Bay. Cause just truthfully, Aaron Rodgers, this feels like the year of we forgot who Aaron Rodgers was. We want to violate saying Aaron Rodgers is not that great. And boy, would we would we would we look at him different if he go ahead, right? Because this whole year they've been playing good. It was okay, average. They was winning ugly, but oh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, winning ugly ain't gonna do nothing. So to go from that and go all that chatter to him not being that good and now his all time status, we might have to bring down because he only got one Super Bowl. Right? And football, that's weird, too, because I get quarterback, best player, but still, they don't play defense. So, it's like, football, to me, is a very team sport. So, like, the reason why people could consider Brady the most accomplished and people say GOAT, but I say most accomplished, is because, like, talent-wise, there's other quarterbacks that was as talented as um, Tom Brady. But Tom Brady, I felt like, had the better coach. He had the greatest coach of all time. And I feel like you pair him the greatest quarterback, some will say, with the greatest coach, then yes, we will get results like that. Mixed in with the fact that almost for like a decade straight, you could pencil them in for six wins because they was playing in the AFC East, but we're not talking about the Patriots, so I need to let my hate go. (laughs) I need to let my hate go. So, back to the Packers. If the Packers could beat San Francisco and then go on, and now we have a new school, old school kind of meeting, where it's like, oh shit, like we never got that when it was Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. I would have loved for that Super Bowl. We never got it. But we could potentially have an Aaron Rodgers versus Kent versus Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. And I get they both play quarterback, but just think about that. Think about, just think. Patrick Mahomes can make any throw on the field against that Packers good to sometimes be great defense. 
And then Kansas City defense is just, whew. So imagine Aaron Rodgers being able to pick apart that defense. Oh, it's going to be a good. It's definitely going to be a good championship game. If you right now, this Monday, right now as we speaking, I like um, Green Bay and I like Kansas City. That would be my Super Bowl. If I had to pick a Super Bowl winner, I'm leaning towards Kansas City because that boy Patrick Mahomes is just doing shit. And I'm kind of liking the, the narrative on Patrick Mahomes too. So it's like he won, you know, MVP last year, lost to the Patriots twice. MVP things this year, got hurt. We kind of forgot about him. Now he's making us remind, like, yo, you remember all the praise and everything? I was, you know, I am the reigning MVP. Lamar Jackson probably going to win this year's MVP, but until that happens, I'm the reigning MVP, and I'm going to show y'all how nice I am. So it's just going to be a great, just dope football time. I haven't really been checking on basketball. I've been betting on basketball. I've been betting. I've been coming up short. That's another conversation. I'm probably going to talk to y'all about that next week because that's actually a conversation I really want to try to understand about. I've been betting and missing, but now I'm back to being in tune. And I know when I tell people that, they don't understand because they're like, what you mean in tune or like you're not doing a good job because if you like you lose gambling, you lose gambling. Yeah, and that's true. Yes, like once I lose, I lose. But there's a different, like to me, there's a difference from like just having bad luck to not being in tune. And just to give y'all like a quick, you know, just quick, I'm not going to go too in depth. But like when I say bad luck is me yesterday, uh, I picked, I think, Eight teams. I picked eight in like I picked eight games. And out of those eight, I was correct six for two. Six for two. I was I went six for two yesterday. Uh only thing that killed me was the Grizzlies. They didn't win at the half. They were supposed to be up three and a half. They was supposed to be up by four. They was only up by one. So I lost that one. And then because I already lost that, the rest of my ticket didn't matter. But even if that ticket was still in play, the Packers and Seahawks went over, and I needed them to go under. So that's really the two that really killed me. But that main one right there, when I say the um, Memphis one, the, that's bad luck. Like, yo, they won the game. Like, So if I would have just took them how I wanted to take them for the game, they would have had me. But I was like, eh, let me just take them for the half. Let me do something a little different. And they had a third quarter surge. So that's what I just say is bad luck. You feel me? That's bad luck. I explained to y'all being out the zone is because I, I can tell y'all how many times I was out the zone. And I can just see because my ticket was just, I pick, I could pick four teams and go 0 for 4. I pick eight teams and I went 6 for 2. I don't like the fact because, you know, you still lose. But that's just, you know, that's a whole other thing about me being in the zone because I'm a gambler. I just want y'all to know those, those are my picks. Y'all should write that down. Also, I don't even know the over under numbers for it, but I just want y'all to know. Uh, just some key numbers. So, I think I saw already that they opened San Francisco and Green Bay for forty um for forty five. Go over on that. Take the over. Um, I'm telling you now, take the over on that. I think that game is gonna be uh. I can see I can see final score being twenty four twenty one to push the forty five, but I can also see that you understand. I see that game. It's either gonna be a, they're gonna get they're gonna get over that forty five threshold. I do like both of the defense. I'm just thinking about nice weather. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be out in the bay. He's not gonna be playing in Lambo. You see what I'm saying? In Lambo, he played the Seahawks. Now don't get me wrong, the Niners defense is so much better than the Seahawks defense. But also still playing the Seahawks in tougher conditions, they both went over that forty five threshold. So I believe with the Niners and the Niners also have a better uh not a better offense, but they got um more weapons than the Seahawks. They should be able to put up the forty five. You understand? And even if you don't like the over under for the forty five, definitely take the Packers game because I think that's gonna be a one score game. Right now they open it to where San Fran is um getting um San Fran 
San Fran minus seven. So I think the Packers are going to be within it. I think the Packers is going to be like a one-score game. So I'll take that. And with Kansas City versus Tennessee, I don't I haven't seen the numbers on that, but all I'm going to tell you is this. If it's 10-plus like how it was with, with Houston, you know what? No, let me stop that. Take Kansas City. I'm not even going to put the doubt in your heads. Take Kansas City. Y'all, y'all sports gamblers, y'all can hit me up if y'all want more advice. I'll say take Kansas City. I'm not even going to tell y'all what number y'all should and shouldn't take them on. Take Kansas City. That's all I'm going to say. Basketball, like I told y'all, I haven't really been checking basketball. I've you know, from what I've been seeing so far, shit is kind of just looking steady. Right now, it's just one of those lows. I have my ebbs and flows because, you know, basketball is a long season. Right now, it's just not me paying attention. It's cool, though. I know what's going on. Milwaukee's still sitting on top, um, top of the East. Lakers still sitting on top of the West. Uh, Poor Zingas is out right now. Poor George is out right now. You know, people's coming. Victor Oladipo's will be coming back at the end of the month. So, you know, we about to start getting rounded in the form. Once All-Star break hit, that's how we like. You know, we fully know basketball's ready to go. So, just to get, get up off of basketball and get up off of sports, it's time to, like, transition into music. And all I want to say is congratulations to the double R's. And I ain't talking about that. Rolls Royce, bitch. Yeah. The doors go that way. Preach. The doors go that way. Shout out to Chains, by the way. But um, Roddy Rich, man. Roddy Rich album went number one. Shout out Roddy Rich. He kind of first. He's having the first moment of the new decade. I was asking that question last, you know, <laughs> last decade. I was saying who, you know, who I think is gonna have like that first moment of like recognition. And right now is Roddy Rich. Shout out to him. Album's number one. Um, that shit, that song with Gunna is hard. He also got like that big drip record. Big drip. Da, da, da. Ah, and, and you know, racks in the middle. I got that racks in the middle. So shout out to Roddy Rich, man. I'm the momentum and building. Um, my homie Tay, you know, Tay fucking with him. So Tay fuck with him. Tay fucking with him. That gave me indication. All right, my man must be son, cause you not know saying like he don't fuck with trap music, but I know he don't listen to trap music that much. So if there's like a trap album that he's really saying, okay, you should check this out. I mean, right, it must be worth it. So. But that Gunner record's hard, that Big Drip record hard. And just shout out to Rowdy, man. Like, young nigga doing your thing, man. You just posted, like, Snow Allegra. So it was like, yo, that would be dope. A Rowdy Rich Snow Allegra um, record. I would just like to hear how that sound. And just congratulations to him. More artists that I'm looking forward to in 2020. Cardi, if you do not give us a fucking album this year, I'm going to have beef, mo. Cardi, do not play with me. Do not play. Give me the album. I'm ready for the album. Um... I ain't really too many people I'm really checking for really like that for albums, at least not for now. Uh, actually, I'm lying. I need a, a new Scissor album. Scissor's been a little while. Actually, yeah, all my people that dropped in 2017 redrop again. And 2 Chains, unfortunately, I just rap or go to the league didn't hit for me. So I do apologize. You did say that you was going to do a double album, but you didn't because you was going to chill. You wanted to put your label out, but you're supposed to be coming out the album. Hopefully that 2020 album is my album. But in 2017, SZA dropped a dope album. Saha dropped a dope album in 2017. I think he should drop another one again. You know, all my people that time is coming. Same thing with you, Kendrick. Fuck 2017 or was damn 2018. Either or. Come on, Kendrick. Stop hiding. Come on. Your fans always love to drive me crazy and talk shit because you're such the best and you make music so much better than everybody, which I believe at moments. But I just need you to drop music so we can either critique it and love it or hate it. Like, Kendrick been too quiet. Um, 
It's just people I've been wanting to hear. So I just can't wait to see how the new music is going to go. I really don't have an idea of where the sound of music is going to be like in the next five years, let alone at the end of this decade. So I'm just kind of happy to see, yo, we got the artist now. I want to see who's going to be like, who's going to be the new Drake's. Because in 2010, before, by the time we got to 2012, we already had our first album from a Drake, a Kendrick, and a Cole. So up until 2022, I'm looking for those three. I'm trying to see who's going to be the next three. You feel me? So, I can't wait to just see how that music shit is going about. I actually am going to a show this Wednesday that fit in music. Y'all know I'm about to go see my guy Wale. He's going to be in Brooklyn still. This Wednesday is going to be lit. I'm rolling solo. I can't wait. I'm going to have the trees. It's going to be an amazing time. Find me a nice, beautiful black girl. Because, you know, he he be bringing them out. When I went to the Wale show in Philly, oh, my God. Woo. Woo. So, I'm just letting y'all know. And then we in New York. Oh, man, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. So I can't wait to see that. And what else has been happening in the music recently? Oh, man. And just the bro. Yo, I'm telling y'all now, because this is my first, my first pod in 2020. Um, He's been talking about it. I don't know if he made any formal announcement. But if he haven't, then this is just me going off the wall. And I'm probably going to get cursed out about it later. But we should be been talking about it publicly. So it's all good. Tavon is coming with this album in 2020. I'm letting y'all know now. It is heat. I'm also letting y'all know now it's gonna be the number one record. Go, th- y'all just go ahead, start listening to his music now, get familiar with his shit now. Because when that album drop and we all over the country with it, I don't want y'all to be like, oh damn, we ain't know. I'm, this is y'all fair warning now. We are coming to take over this game. Tay with the music, me on the pod, <laughs> and we gonna go about it. We like it's gonna be crazy. I just want y'all to know. I want y'all to know he got the song called, you know, I'm not even going to name drop it. Just know that man grown now. He's nice now. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know he, he be playing me the album. I witness. I see it happening. That album's going to almost be done. And when it's almost done, I feel bad. And I'm t- and then when I say I'm say bad, I'm talking bad for everybody. Not just for like the local niggas, too. No, I'm talking about the Drakes and the Kendrick. Fuck them niggas. Tavon at this current moment is making better music than your favorite rappers, your favorite artists. And I'm not even going to box him in with rappers. He, your favorite singers he's making better music than. Your favorite artists he's making better music than. And I'm not just dick riding because that's my man. I'm actually sitting here and I know the product and I listen to music. And I can tell you what's good music or not. You feel me? Now, I can tell. I might not listen to good music. I might yes be stubbornly sometimes listen to music that people may may or may not consider to be that good. Because it's just a difference. You feel me? But like I can, I know Michael Jackson have good records. That just doesn't, I just don't listen to Michael a lot. That's what I'm trying to say. You feel me? So I can tell you what a good record. And so far, a lot of these records he's playing is not good. It's fucking great. And he's producing this shit himself, writing this shit himself, mixing this shit himself, engineering himself. He's doing all this shit himself. So I'm going to just end the pod on that note. I'm going to end it by basically letting y'all know that my man got some heat, is on his way. And when y'all, if y'all ready for it, be prepared. Because that shit is just going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be amazing. I just want y'all to know. Whew, let me just chill. God, I'm like, when I keep saying, I just want y'all to know, because I really want to re- like reveal some real information about this project. But I haven't talked to my mans yet, so I don't want to end up in no trouble. But just know, I'm going to talk to him. And if he say, yo, K, you got the green light to say something about the album. Oh, next week going to be lit. So just tune in next week, because I'm definitely going to have 
something to say about the album. Hopefully, I'm going to see if I can get like a little 15-second snippet. I don't know. I'm pulling teeth on that one. But I'm going to try to work my magic. I just also want to thank y'all for coming back and listening to another episode. It's the first one of the new year. It felt good. This was definitely more how I like it. Trust me, I was trying to record an episode last night for you guys so I can have it Monday morning, brand new week, ready for the commute. But I'm telling y'all now, I feel like I'm just a creature of habit, bro. It's hard for me to, like, do something that's not in my norm. So, like, I'll be thinking I can come in here at 11, 12 o'clock and I can record and do a good episode for y'all. My nigga, I'll be tired. My thought process is slow. I can't piece it together. I'm trying to tell you. I was trying to talk to y'all last night. It took me, like, five different takes just to feel like I got a good intro. And then by the time I introed, I kept forgetting where I was like trying to branch off and make ideas. So I was like, damn, these niggas gonna hear me lose my train of thought and just hear me be tired. Nah, I couldn't do that to y'all. I told y'all, I'm only giving y'all fire. No mid, no mid. I don't do that mid shit. I don't do that mid shit. Only gas. Y'all know my name, your boy Sour. That's all I'm about. <laughs> but with that being said, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to the new listeners because I definitely gained some new listeners while I haven't been recording. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to the old time listeners too. I do appreciate that. And just shout out for y'all sticking with your boy and support supporting me. Support me for the rest of the year. I'm going to support y'all for the rest of the year. And it's going to be great. So I'll talk to y'all tomorrow.